Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Welcome to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Two footy legends covering all things sport for Kia's open season. On now with match-winning deals and Red Energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas. Yep, welcome to the show, Scotty. I was trying to work out when to come in there. I'm so <laughs> rusty. Uh, welcome to the show. Badge and Sats here with you on a Monday night. Welcome to March. Welcome to the first day of uh, what comes after summer. Autumn. 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 Uh, and, uh, and nice to be back. In the hot seat, Scotty Sattler. How, how are you, mate? Did yeah, you, welcome back, Badge. Me? Yeah, what, four weeks you've had off? And already you're already stri- I've been annoying trying you. to do the maths around uh, the timeouts and the, and the different segments that we have, which is – because you are a bit of a numbers man. Bit... You love your Sudoku and and all your different uh, crosswords. You, you, have and... said other, you haven't just said a numbers man to me off the air. You say other things about me being a little <laughs> bit – Strange, but uh, yeah, welcome to the show for Kia's open season. It continues with match-winning deals and Four Pines uh, Brewing Company. Sats, um, the official beer of Sports Day. We're, we're going to lunch with the Four Pines crew tomorrow. I've just been told. Yeah, we so are. Well, looking forward to that. Could be a bit of a loose show tomorrow. They sponsor Sports Day, but they actually sponsor Woogie Jace. What? Our executive producer. Why? Well, exactly. You've just. You've just asked the same question that everyone else asks as well. Did so. they have a good close uh, look at the show and went, okay, who's the best best beer drinker out of those three? Probably. And uh, and not you. You do you you made those Canadian club ads, didn't you? Because you don't. <laughs> you said who made beer? The boss of summer and <laughs> Woogie loves his beer, and he's shaking his head over there. Uh, and he's not on the air. He's been on the air for the last couple of months because Sats had uh, January off. I had. Feb off uh, on today's show, plenty to get through. Hey, we're going to catch up with uh, one of the great minds of rugby league, our mate Andrew Voss. We've both done a lot of commentary. Very with quirky, him. isn't he? He's very Voss. quirky and he's preparing for the 2021 season as a uh, commentator extraordinaire. So we're going to have a chat with Voss. He's always got a, um, a different view of uh, uh, the world of NRL. You've got to remember, Badge, he's the man responsible for getting rid of the corner post. He is. I Big love Vossi's rule. If yeah. you didn't know that, one of the great rules, um, not quite as uh, significant as six again, mm. uh, Sir Peter Volandis or St. Peter uh, and co did that along with Graham Annesley. But, yeah, that's Vossi's, that's Vossi's rule, the corner post not uh, counting as being in, in touch. And also on the day that the announcement that Bruce McAvaney, one of the greatest callers of all time that we've seen, on the, him announcing that he's no longer going to be doing AFL mm. anymore after 20-odd years of, of commentating the biggest games. Vossi, I've got no doubt, would have looked up to Bruce McAvaney yeah, as, a, you'd think as so. a commentator. Who's your favourite commentator? In all sports? Yeah. Well, you're not going to like who I say. Mine's Joe Buck. And yeah, so who's Joe Buck? <laughs> well, he does the NFL and the baseball. So Really? He's my favourite commentator of all time. 
And then there's Well, can you McAvaney? give us one for a, a, an Australian sport? People well, from Australia might have heard of him. McAvaney. No I'm going to say Bruce McAvaney because NFL. you know what? Bruce McAvaney's got the ability that if even if you don't support the sport that he's calling, he still makes you take interest. That's a great point, actually. Yeah, so it, look, he's great. I'm not a huge horse racing fan. Love it. Love the animals. Love the sport. Really respect it. When I listen to Bruce McAvaney talk about racing, He's got me captivated. Mm. He's, yeah, he's great. Who, who's your favourite, uh, listeners? 0477 736 736 is the text number. Oh, what about what Rabs? Oh, well, I, I've always loved Rabs. I think he's great. And I, well, he's and, just part of your staple diet, isn't he? He's so he, great. But then I read that he got his Hall of Fame ring stolen. I know. It's part of my... He's uh, shattered. It's part of my good, bad and ugly a little bit later is on. It? Can I tell you who one of my... I'll tell you my favourite commentator growing up, Badge, and you would have played in a lot of games. Frank Hyde? No. Graham Hughes. Yeah, oh yeah, Hughes. He yeah, was he a was tremendous a rugby league commentator. Well, he his, called for Channel 10. He called the 89 Grand Final. Well, his final. call of the Paul Sirenan try in the 89 Grand Final, I still believe is one of the great one of the great try-scoring calls. Yeah. It's tremendous. But uh, yeah, that, that led him to victory too, didn't it? Actually, it was a kick from Courier. Awful bounce for Belcher. Should have got Back in fall. field from James Grant to Sirenan, who's charging, charging. They won't stop him. What a try. What a rugby league try in a grand oh, final. Oh, yes. But they don't count if you don't win. Yeah, true. Calling, you know. But I loved Graham Hughes. Good rugby league caller. Very good. All right. Uh, Chris Nelson is going to give us a racing Queensland update. We're going to, you've been doing previews of these teams while I've been away? Yeah, we've upset a few people. Ha, have you worked? How have you done it? Alphabetically? Or have no, you worked last place. So we started with the Brisbane Broncos. We started with all the tough ones. We're up to, what are we up to today? Tell me where the Broncos are going to come. Have you got them top eight? No, I've got them bottom two. Bottom two? Yeah. Gee, that's not a big rap on Kevin. Well, I hope Kevy well, as that's a mate of mine, can get him into 15. It's got a lot to do with their, I think, their list, to mm. be honest. But yeah, yeah. It's not great. And the Sharkies. We're going to look at the Sharks today. They finished eighth, didn't they? They, they scraped did. in. Yeah. Well, they made it into the top eight. And will they repeat that? Will they be a top eight team? It's, very, uh, it's, a, it's a tricky one. I'm not yeah. so sure, but we'll, uh, we'll tell you that. A little bit later on. Also, hey, the well, there's stuff you threw up, Sats. You've been you've been working hard. The greatest jerseys of all time. Now we 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 sort of mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, and we got some some of the listeners that were sending in their their famous their favourite jerseys of all time. We've seen some great ones, and the reason why I've sparked this again is uh, I was listening to Vossi this morning, and he had Matty Johns on talking to him about it, just pertinent questions around rugby league, and somehow they got on the favourite jerseys, and Matty Johns's favourite jersey was the 1995 Warriors jersey. I think it was DB Bitter on the front. Yeah. Yeah, the, the very first game against the um, the Broncos, and he said in 1996... That he, was blue. It not, was. Not, not black or grey. You're right, yeah. Blue. And he swapped his Newcastle jersey with, I don't know, it was a Henny Penny or a Stockland jersey, but he, he swapped it with Greg Alexander in 96 because he wanted one of these Warriors jerseys. So, and then last week we were watching a lot of the really old games on Fox Sports and they had this 1979 grand final uh, on TV as well. And the, you know, the great Dragons, Dragons players were in that and Michael Sorodini. Who'd they heard, play? Roosters uh, or? Bulldogs. Bulldogs. Bulldogs, yeah. And um, so, yeah, the Michael great the great jerseys. And the one that I forgot to mention a couple of week, uh, weeks ago, Badge, you would have played in it, the Video Easy Raiders jersey. Yeah, and the Woodges. We Woodges, had Woodges in the first, grand, grand final. Yeah. Woodges was first. Well, they were right through, I think, until were they 89. Okay. I think five minutes after the grand final, Jimmy Woodges' company went broke. broke. <laughs> but they were a real estate mob, and he's a good bloke, Jim. Um, 
But yeah, yeah, then Video Easy took over. It, actually, we had McFadden Holmes for about a very short period of time in the preseason, and they, they went broke too. Of course, Canberra Milk. And then Canberra Milk was famous. Canberra Milk, yeah. Is Video saying, Easy for a long time. Video Easy was, that was top of the list. Oh, you should have bought that video store sets when I you know. had the chance. That's who, okay, going through the roof. Hey, who what was about, the first jersey? Who was the first sponsored jersey? City Ford, Roosters. City Ford, yeah. Politis. You know, I loved the old Tommy Radonikas in a Newdown Jets jersey. Paramount? And Chicka Ferguson in the yeah. Newtown Jets jersey. I, that that was... Who's your favourite chicka? I look like chicka, yeah. Mm. Outstanding. What do you reckon? What's your favourite jersey? Favourite players in your favourite jersey? 0477 736 736 is the text line. Uh, still got the phone lines happening, Sats? Yep. one three hundred forty two fifteen thirty three. Time now for this. Sports Day, Sports Update. All right, well, across the weekend, lots happened in particular uh, trial. In fact, the one and only trial for all of the NRL teams. Uh, they had the, uh, what's it, the... All-Stars. All-Stars game before that. But, uh, yeah, what did you, what'd you make of them? Oh, was I, it, was, could you read anything? Could you, could you get a positive or negative spin on any team that give you confidence no, that I they're going to know think how can. they're going to go? I don't think you should. Uh, there are some fans out there, especially Dragons fans, uh, Sea Eagles fans, uh, really disappointed uh, today about the way that their sides Dragons, were, were 48, defeated. Yeah, sixteen at the hands of the Rabbitohs. They they do look good. And mates of mine that are Rabbitohs fans, Woogie aside, Tony Walker had a really pumped. He had a trifecta in the in the first half. Latrell Mitchell mm. was just he was like men again against boys. And and as you said, the Sea Eagles pumped fifty two eighteen by the West Tigers. So West Tiger Tigers fans, I think you'd be feeling. Buoyant. Yeah, good crowd of, at Leichhardt too. It was great. Yeah, mm. 5,000 or so. so yeah. Um, so very good. A- anyone in particular impression? Well, like you said, the Rabbits impressed. West Tigers really impressed me. And what was really fortunate is you could watch all the games which were live streamed, including Joseph Suwali's, um reserve grade game on Saturday for North Sydney Bears. But, um, yeah, I, I really liked what the West Tigers did. I loved what the Rabbitohs did. I really liked what the Cowboys did in the second half. So they defeated the Broncos 34 yeah. 18. Broncos yeah. had a good first 40. This is a common theme, isn't it? Yeah. And then a crappy second. Well, half. it just comes back to experience as well, doesn't it? But um, you know, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the trials that I got to watch. I got to watch probably about 75% of the trials. Mm. I, really, I really enjoyed. But I think you can't take too much from the trials fans. The thing that you can take away is effort and looking at individual efforts. What you can do is also looking at the players you've got in your squad and whether you feel as though that they're going to be able to cut it for 24, 25 weeks of the season um, and be able to remain at the top of their game week in, week out. So, and again, that comes with experience, but there's the best part I like about the trials is the, the ability to look at some of the really young players that are coming through your your side. Um, and so there were some really good young players that, that played on the weekend that um, I think we'll see a little bit more of. Well, one of those was... Um Joseph Suwali, he uh, he played in the trial um, and play, in reserve grade against the Raiders. Scored a couple of tries. Looked very, very good, I believe. Now he's only seventeen and a half. Mm-hmm. You have to be eighteen at the moment to play in the NRL in the top grade NRL. Yes. Um, but the, the Roosters are going to go back and seek an exemption to play him as early as round one or sometime before his eighteenth birthday. In August, um, and uh, he was asked if he thinks he's ready. Have a listen. A lot goes in that, like, you know, your welfare, your, your mentally, you're clearly physically okay with that. 
yeah, like I feel as though I'm ready, but I know there's a lot of steps to get to that point. So it just it's out of my hands. It's more the NRL. So so we'll see. So it's, oh, I'm, look, I'm not so sure. So they've got to they've got to come up with evidence that he's physically ready and that he's emotionally mm. ready to go. That's a that's a tricky one for me. It's the Rankin rule. In 2008, the Gold Coast Titans debuted Jordan Rankin at 16. He was in year 11. Yeah, yeah. Oh, was he year 11? Year 11, he was. And um, yeah, and you looked at him from his not his physical attribute, basically his athletic attributes. And he, you would say, yeah, from a speed point of view and a acceleration and change of direction and kicking, yeah, he was ready. From a physicality point of view, he wasn't ready. Mm. Now we know that kids at 17, 18, they. They think they're ready, and Joseph Suwali believes he's ready, and that's great that he's got that confidence. You won't know, Badge, will you? You really don't know until he's thrown in there. And now he played against. He I'm, played I'm the, just surprised the Roosters want to play him. I, I, I would have thought, in his best interest and the club's long term, he's going to be around a long time. Mm. I don't really understand why they need to play him before he's 18. Yeah, well, he's, what, he's 18, did you say in August? In August. In August. So I suppose it's just having another quality player there that um, there's no doubting his, his quality because he is quality. Mm. Put, just putting pressure on the guys that are there, Manu and the Morris you know, the Morris boys and probably starting him off on a wing as opposed to playing in the centres or whatever it may be. So is he ready? You won't know until you throw him in there. Well, what we do know is he played against Canberra on the weekend and he's playing against men. He's not playing against people yep. his own age and scored two right. tries, handled himself really well. Copped a Good whack from yeah uh, Harley Shields, who's the mm. the centre for the Raiders, got up and chopped him in half. He got up, he was a little bit wounded for a while, but, but he, he came back and scored it. a second try. Well, after there you it. go, that's, yeah. that's a good sign. All right, now there were some rule changes uh, that have been trial. They are going to happen this year. Um, you know, I, I want to know what you think about them. I want to know what the listeners think about it as well. Uh, two point field goals. That didn't come into effect. Outside <laughs> in the forty, outside the forty, 40 yeah. Um, but the other ones, most uh, importantly, are around speeding the game up. Uh, instead of having a scrum when the ball goes into touch or a player goes into touch, it's a handover. Yes, play the ball to the other team. Um, some some are that, some believe that that's probably not speeding the game up in a sense. That, well, from a try scoring opportunity, taking six players out of the defensive line mm. allows you to at least be a little bit But you don't have that 20 seconds or 30 seconds packing a scrum and getting him wherever in, do you? You just yeah. go straight into play the ball. Yes. So that's going to keep the ball in play longer. Mm. And uh, the other one is uh, offside, instead of being penalty, it's six again. Yeah, I think – And Is that in every, what, time, every case of offside? Yeah, the good, the good part, well, unless it's repeated offences. Okay. But, and what the good thing about the NRL is Andrew Abdo and Peter Volandis, they've come out and said, listen, we're happy to tinker with the rules if it's not working throughout the season. Mm. So, but this with this one offside, I don't know what you think, that if, okay, if I'm, if I'm a team coming off my try line, that, that, that really, that tough 20 metre zone coming off your try line and, and you're running a ball up, someone gets out of the defensive line, deliberately offside, and they get six again, they still tackle you. What you do as a defensive side is, okay, well, we've given away six again. We've deliberately done that to get out of the line and try and control the play of the ball. So we'll be onside the next tackle, we'll get off together, and we'll control the set of six after that. So I think if you're offside inside that 20-metre zone, you deserve to get a penalty and kick your way out of trouble mm. as opposed to trying to continue fighting your way out of – because if you drop the ball the very next tackle and the defensive side's onside, guess what? Changeover. Mm. So you're not really being rewarded – 
for the opposition being offside in that that twenty meter zone. Well, we're going to have to give it a, a few weeks, aren't we? To, yeah, to see how it works out. But um, a bit more new. Oh, you got a text or two there. So that's yeah. what about the jerseys. So we got yeah. We're well, just on the commentators first. We got Lou uh, in black, but she says uh, commentators Norman May easily, and um, jerseys pen, the Dragons Penfolds jersey. That's famous, isn't it? And oh, get a yeah, Craig yeah. here. My first jersey was West Magpie, Magpie's Victor. Ah, oh, the Victor. Was that the yeah. lawn mowing? Yeah, yeah our old beautiful. school jersey, Rudy Hill High, had the dark blue with the gold stripes like Paris famous grouse. Remember beautiful. famous grouse? The we drink? Were, I was a Watson Road Green Ant. We were the Green Ant <laughs> at uh, my primary school in, uh, in Brisbane. Brisbane, before we get the break, two sats, looks like Brandon Smith is going to wear the number nine for the uh, yeah. first month of the comp because Harry Grant hobbled off in that trial against the Knights on Saturday night. Yeah, confirmed today as a high-grade MCL tear. So, um, yeah, there you go. And and I guess I know some of our listeners will want to talk to us about the Dragons. That pack has been blasted as being below NRL standard, and there's a lot of concern about them after that getting thumped by the Rabbitohs. It's only a trial, but if you're a Dragons fan, what do you think? Are you really concerned about the season ahead? Uh, under your new coach and with the team that you got, one three hundred forty two. 1533, you can give us a call or you can text on 0477 736 736. Snoring, wake up, waking up tired, find out if you have sleep, sleep apnea, book a home sleep test at Pharmacy Sleep Services. This is Sports Day. It's open season at Kia with match-winning deals and Australia's best seven-year warranty across the range. Back soon. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Red Energy, for 100% Australian electricity and gas. And Kia's Open Season. On now with match-winning deals. Yeah, it sure is. Good to have you along for the ride, Scotty Sattler. We've got a caller on the line. Yeah, we have Sam from Liverpool. Wants to talk about the Dragons. How are you, Sam? Not too, not too bad, boys. Yeah, we'll so talk you're... about the Dragons, mate. And, and just, mate, I just want to say that, look, I think even over the last couple of years under the previous coach, mate, I don't think it was ever really a coaching problem. It was a recruitment and a retention problem at the Dragons. And I think it's all been... Um, you know, highlighted now, um, mate, that's not an NRL roster. And I don't think it has been over the last couple of years. I think when people said they've got origin players and it's a great roster and then, you know, they just need a new coach, it wasn't a great roster. It was a top-heavy roster that fell off a cliff that had no depth. And I just think, you know, I know it was only a trial game, but, mate, you know what that roster reminds me of? It reminds me of a Super League roster. Mm. It reminds me of a club that's competing in Super League, not NRL. Mm. Uh, and Sam, Sam, you're a, a Dragons, a disappointed Dragons fans fan by the sounds of it. Oh, mate, I just think the cl- the club, mate. It, honestly, I just think they've had no idea how you build a roster. That's they've got it wrong. They had too much faith in the wrong players for a long period of time, so they never really changed. And you know, they didn't attract the right players. They paid too much money for their halves. Like they've just got it completely wrong. Hooks come in, and he's got to solve all this. And but the fans aren't going to be patient because they've they've run out of patience. But it's not an easy fix. Like it's going to take. It's a long term fix. Like it's an overhaul. You know, it's not just tweaking. So I don't know what Hook's going to do. Like he, 
you know, he takes a job and they want a quick fix, all the fans and, and the supporters, but it's not a quick fix. Yeah, I hope so, everyone can be a little bit... I hope everyone can be a little bit patient with Hook because he'll get through them. But as a Dragon supporter, is is there a player that stands out that has disappointed you the most? Oh, mate, I think, like I said, like, mate, personally, I think Tarek Sims should have went to England with his brother. I don't know why he was re-signed. Um, well, I don't know what his contract situation is, but, you know, why he's still there. They just carry two. I'll tell you a player who I think hasn't really come on, um, uh, Black Laurie. Mate, you know, his mm. development and that. Like, they just, mate, when you watch the Dragons play sats, mate, they don't win any battles. Like, they just, you know, like, mate, if there's all these battles that are going on out on the field in each, you know, set of six and that, mate, the Dragons don't win any. Mm. You know, like, they just, mate, whether it's going forward, mate, Hook, Hook had three, Hook had his combination, his two wingers and his fullback that he started with were three little guys. He had Ramsey, Pereira, and Dufty. Mate, how are they going to get you out of trouble coming off your line? You know, like yeah. I know they've got speed and all that sort of stuff. And, and Pereira, I know, he, you know he's a good ball carrier, Pereira, I like him. But you can't carry three little guys, two wingers and a fullback. You know, like, and so, so that got mixed around. I don't know what they're going to do there. Like, you know, I just, there's no balance. There's no, I don't know. When I look at that roster, mate, I just, good and on, it's been mate. like that for years. Sam, I, we're going to have to let you go, mate. Good on you, Sam. And we, uh, we're hopefully in a couple of weeks' time yeah, we can thanks, talk Sam. to you. You might have a you might have a more positive spin on how the Dragons are going once we're a couple of weeks into the season. Hey, uh, joining us on the line, NRL commentator extraordinaire, star of Breakfast with Vossi is uh, the one and only Andrew Voss. How are you, mate? Oh, I'm not too bad, Paul Blake. There, you know, first day of autumn. Summer's just finished, and it sounds like he's he's done. He's done. He's he's like he's just frustrated. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, I'm predicting a long. Uh, it's early autumn, but I'm predicting a long winter for the Dragons. I, I don't. And it wouldn't really matter who's coaching them this year. I just don't think they got it. They haven't got it. Got some mm. good young players individually, but I, I, it had surprised me greatly if they improved on last year and they only won seven games last year. I think that's a, hey, you know seven or eight a win. That's all we get. Vossi, I've never actually asked you. Who do you follow? Who did you follow growing up? Well. I have to be truthful because I've got on the record before that I was the youngest of three boys, so I just had to pick a team. So my local team, one brother went for the Balmain Tigers because that was our closest ground. The other one went for Parramatta Eels because we were reasonably close that night. I just had to pick a team. Being the youngest, I picked um, South because I liked bunny rabbits. It had nothing to do with anything other than a little kid liking bunny rabbits. But I actually just fell in love with rugby league. I seriously did. I lived close to Leichhardt Oval, so I would go to I would go to Leichhardt Oval every Wednesday night, and you know every match was big to me. You know whether it was Wide Bay playing Newtown or whatever, I got to see all teams. So I just loved going to the football. Loved going to Lidcombe, to North Sydney, to Redfern, to Belmore. It was my world. And and still is Vossi. You, you, I imagine. Um, how's your preparations and excitement levels as we uh, we approach the season in just over a week? Oh look, I, I've got to tell you, Saturday night, I I, got, I felt fantastic turning up. At uh, I went along to uh, Panthers Stadium, so I called on uh, Ko Penrith versus Parramatta. You know, crowd coming in from everywhere. There was like ten thousand people there, mm. and and having been what we went through last year, we went to so many grounds with no crowds and. Yeah, just that expectation, and I'm hoping that you know Panthers for round one they play the Cowboys the first Saturday night. I hope they feel the joint. 
and a bit of, you know, making up for lost time last year because through that great effort by Penrith last year, a lot of their fans were locked out. Yeah. They didn't get to experience. So I'm easily excited, boys. Um, you know, I, I, I get excited just when I see a bloke walking down the street in a footy jersey. So it doesn't have to be an NRL game or player. Uh, I'm ready, boys. If they want to kick off tomorrow, I'm ready. I'm yes. ready. Are there certain players? I know commentators, different commentators love certain players, and often it's you know someone that plays for their team. But are there certain players um, that really you know get you up and going? I mean, I got I talk all the time about my wife doesn't watch much footy, but any time Greg Inglis was playing, glued to the set, yeah. just loved watching GI in action. Oh, and I know Bunnies I, fans now. If you're still a Bunnies fan, you've got to be excited about Latrell. Yeah. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I, look, I'll use my tip for the Dally M. I just went out and interviewed the South players there a few weeks back, and I just... The, the Latrell Mitchell sitting in front of me was a more mature young man and really happy and at ease, and I thought he's going to look fit. He's going to have a good season. But, no, as for players I, I have, you know, got a real soft spot for, both as fan and commentator, I think the most common, common denominator would be speed and elusiveness. And, you know, players over the years like... Matt Bowen, Preston Campbell, absolutely love them right now. Ryan Pappenhausen, love watching him play. Love, love mm. the players that the crowd starts to go up just when the ball goes near them. <laughs> the ball's headed their way, and you get a bit excited. So they're the players. You know, Sean Johnson at his best. You know, you, when you call them on their red-letter days, it, it's great fun being a commentator. You know, it's, just, it's just really genuinely exciting. Mm. Vossi, is there a player that you would have loved to have commentated that you missed? Oh, dude, that's a big question, Scott. Did you, that's, did you that's, do Chicka? That's massive. Did you well, call um, Chicka? Did I call Chicka? Well, I was around the grounds reporter from 1987. That was my first year. So, yes, I oh. was around, but was I the actual head caller? My honest answer is no. Um, I, I, I've always said that if I could go into a time tunnel, I'd actually like to go all the way back to 1908. I would like to say I was there on April 20, 1908, when we had the first double header. Uh, and the simultaneous doubleheaders at Wentworth Park and Birchgrove Oval. I think that would be something. So I don't know whether I'm actually saying an individual player. Um, and then again, I would love to say that I'd... Like, I've been lucky enough to call World Cups overseas, but I would have loved, Gary, to have called some of those kangaroo tour games, like Central Park at Wigan, full crowd. Mm. Um, the the mm. kangaroos against the club sides. That is something that I have a fair bit of regret that I never got to experience. Uh, because I just love going to north of England, south of France, calling rugby league. It's just a, a, a seriously good experience. Yeah, I, I would have loved to have seen more of Larry Corolla in his day as oh, a player. Yeah. I, I didn't get to see enough of him. You know, I'd, but uh, we see the poster players. The Scotty, he, he was on my poster on the wall. Larry Corolla and Bob McCarthy and Terry oh. Fay were the first three posters wow. I had on my wall. So the Red oh, Express. Macca and and Larry Corowa, um, they they were uh, they were absolute you know immortals in my world. I used yeah. to wear, I used to wear my dad's jersey around as a kid, with the sleeves hanging you know too big and wearing it like a dress, and I used to act like I was Bob McCarthy in my dad's jersey. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. much no, I had enough to on the back. I, but, yeah. but we were we didn't have the money to you know, and and most of my jerseys were hand me downs, and we'd just use white electrical tape to make the number. Which would become very tacky, you know. Once it went through the wash, once you'd have to reapply. But we did have the money to get the actual vinyl number on the back. That was a real treat if you got that done. Down the yeah. Now we see the players, Vossi, all preparing for a season, getting bigger, getting stronger, getting quicker, whatever it may be. But from a commentator, what's your preparation look like when you're coming into a season? What have you got to try and focus on? 
Oh, look, I'm, I'm very old school. I'm very old school. I'm still a pen and paper man, uh, guys. So um, all through the off-season, I just accumulate notes. And, and, you know, if I read something interesting, oh, that's interesting. You know, I'll put that down. Player injured in off-season. I'll write down when it happened. You know, re-signed, had a baby, you know, all those sorts of things. I just keep that in, in, my, um, in my book. I call the book my brain because I put it there. And then when a game comes around, let's say, you know, round one, I'm calling South v Melbourne. And I'll go through every single player and I'll say, oh, I've written a note here on Josh Adokar. He did this in the off-season, you know. And, and I'll have that there when I turn up, at, turn up at the game. Now, I may not use that. I may, I may only use 10% of my notes, but it's there just in case. Mm. So I'd like to think that, you know, I've, that, that's my preparation. That's the work. Calling's the fun bit. Not, not dissimilar when you talk about the book. And I've seen this uh, when I did some work at um, Channel 7 many, many years ago with Bruce McAvaney just on a, like a Sunday program. And he's yeah, got the book. Yeah. He's got the book of every, yeah. all of his notes. And did you, did you pick that idea up from anyone? And, and, and you know, what oh. are your thoughts on the likes of Bruce, who's announced today his, yeah. um, that he's going to retire from calling AFL? Yeah, well, well, he who fails to prepare, prepares to fail, is, is pretty much a creed that I've always lived by. Um, and because I'm not the ex-player, like, like you guys, um, I've got to add my little edge. And my edge has been to know hopefully know the backstory to clubs, the players, the history, the stats. You know, I dine out on all of that. So that's what I see as my job, what I bring to the coverage. I'm not there to analyse like a Greg Alexander or a Cooper Cronk or a Gus Gould or a Peter Sterling. No, I give the story of the player, let the experts, you know, define the play. Um, so, yeah, and, and when you talk about those other commentators, Bruce McAvaney, Phil Liggett, the cyclist, he is a yeah. yeah. Now, during the way, every day, 365 days of the year, he will update his data file on every cyclist. Same deal. Any bit of information. But come the actual call, and those stages are long. You know, they're hours and hours long. There's no notes in front of him. It's all in his head. So he's done his prep. He sits down. He's not scrambling through notes. And he just churns it out. He, he was just incredible to watch in action. I saw him working at the Tour Down Under down in Adelaide a few years back. Um, he was incredible to work alongside. Vossi, I heard you this morning talking to Matty Johns about some of the famous jerseys, and we've picked it up tonight as well. Yeah. We've had a few people say the West, the old Victor jersey, and, and yeah. the, the Video Easy jersey, of course. What about yourself? Growing up as a kid, as a South fan, you, you would have had a Smith's Crisp shirt, oh. uh, jersey, wouldn't you? Oh, look, I, I had everything. Um, you know, KLG spark plugs for the South was great. KLG was fantastic. <laughs> um, look, going way back, I can tell you honestly, I, I can still remember the day because, see, I was a paper boy from very early. Never had pocket money, so I earned my money from seven years on, uh, seven years of age on. And, and I would save up. Two things I bought were big leagues and football jerseys. And so the first jersey I ever bought was actually, so this is my love of rugby league, was a North Sydney Bears jersey. So the old black and red bands, horizontal bands, with a bear logo, just the black bear. Yeah. I bought that at Bear and Lay at Crow's Nest, which is North Shore of Sydney. I walked in, bought that jersey, and and you know I can still remember that. And then you know get in the backyard and take my head up. And um, mum probably made the shorts because if you had a had a mum back in the day that was good on the sewing and that would would make the shorts or put a red stripe down a pair of black shorts that you buy at the shop. Um, and the socks were the worn ones, so they'd lose their elasticity and they became very thick on skinny little legs. So that's the first one. But the, the first jersey I really loved, North Brisbane. Love the Norse Brisbane jersey. The blue and yellow. Man Devils. Yes, yeah. The navy, the sky blue, the yellow. Love that jersey. Couldn't get it in Sydney. Had to go on holidays. And one time, 
struck gold up on the Gold Coast with a North jersey. So um, that was a prized possession as a kid, having uh, having that. No one in Sydney would have known what you were wearing when no. you, you raised all sorts of queries. Mark down there. Graham, Joey Kilroy. Yeah, Greg Canescu. Yeah. Stan Narp, Dylan Narpa's dad. Mm. Stan played for him. Very yeah. good. All right, we, yeah. we better better let you go, Vossi, and get back to your uh, <laughs> updating your, your files. What, what about your what about your own footy pedigree as a young bloke? How'd you go? I tried my absolute best. Um, scored a million tries in the backyard. <laughs> this is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Red Energy for one hundred percent Australian electricity and gas and Kia's open season on now with match winning deals. Now on Sports Day, it's time for our hot topic. For expert car air conditioning service you can rely on, visit repcoservice.com. Yeah, tell you what, another heavy-hitting hot topic here on Sports Day. The great jerseys of all time. <laughs> They've just gone crazy on the text here, Sats. And uh, did the Henny Pennies get a... Henny Penny got a start. Yeah, I, I love the Henny Pennies. It's Sporty Gav. Yeah. He went on He went on a bit of a hiatus, didn't he, Sporty Gav, for a while? Well, he, we hadn't he, heard he, from him for a while. holidays. So he said the Henny Penny Newcastle Knights are my favourite of all time, being a... A Knights fan. And we talk about the commentators. Who's, yep. who's your favourite commentators over the years? Dennis Cometti is my favourite commentator of all time. What a great mm. AFL caller especially. And I think the 2005 grand final might have been. I'm not quite sure. What was the year after that? The Swans won 2015, was it? Or? Oh, Woogie well, was going for Collingwood yeah. then. He wouldn't know. Yeah, but uh, it was a great, great call from Cometti between um, Cyril Rioli and, and also Jeddah. Yep. I'll never forget. Um, Who, who's my favourite player of all time, Sats? Chicka Ferguson. Yeah, well, yep. and, and, and uh, but mostly Chicka. Yep. Oh, favourite jersey, Chicka in a Newtown Jets jersey mm. before he joined the Raiders. Uh, the, the one that actually getting... went to the Roosters too, didn't he? In between there, did he really? Yeah. Quick stint at the Roosters. Wow. Oh, I better check that out. I'm worried now. Actually, I'll tell you what. He was there in '87 was... when you when Mal ran over the top of Dave Truella. Chicka wasn't at the Roosters. You talking about Chicka? Yeah, Chicka was. No, I'm saying he wasn't at the Roosters in 87. Oh, he wasn't. Was he with you? He was in 87. Yeah, okay. Yeah, um, I'll tell you the jersey that's getting a lot of votes is the, the former West Magpies Victor jerseys. Yes. Getting a yes. lot of votes. He's uh, uh, got one here. Some of the text missing, and it just says um, the jersey was signed by Dallas Donnelly and Bob, Big Bobby Cooper. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's, there's been. Some, hey, listen, just on the background of. Uh, sorry, on the. On the uh, question we're asking about your favourite, um, your favourite, not only jerseys. Commentator. Commentator's got here also. Hi, boys. Parramatta. Hardy's. The Hardy's jersey. Um, favourite commentator. There's a, there's a question here also um, from Brittany. We got Wagga Wagga. What is Andrew Voss's background? Well, we just heard that. He was, he played footy. He tried hard, but he's. Just a football lover. Yeah. And his, oh, his, his knowledge of the game is extraordinary. And. She says, I honestly think if you haven't played footy, you shouldn't commentate. Oh, what? Well, Brittany, it's really tough. Play-by-play calling is really, really tough. And that's why people so like, like what, played at the highest level. Mm. Oh, so you wouldn't have a Rabs yeah, you calling have, games? You wouldn't have a Bruce McAvaney? No. Dennis Cometti? Oh, yeah. I can't, I, I can't. In fact, I, I was going to say I can't agree with you, Brittany. I don't. Completely don't agree with you. Do I'll you? tell you, the, the sport that has got ex-players that are ball-by-ball commentators is cricket. Mm. They've always had a lot of legends that are ball-by-ball callers, aren't they? you got Richie, you, Richie and, and your Billy Laurie and Tony Gregg and yeah, the list is endless. I don't – yeah, are there any commentators that haven't played the game at the top level? Probably Mark not. Howard? Who's, oh, in cricket. Who's, la- who's the la- one of the latest commentators yeah. at the moment? 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about, what about this one? I love this one. This is some Sensi and Tormina. Uh, Maurice Hulbert, 2 B FM Bellingen, called the group two footy off the top of the canteen and could play footy as well. <laughs> Loved a Mars bar, Winnie Blue and a Coke. <laughs> <laughs> that is old school that is country gold. footy. I, yeah. I was just away on, uh, you know, I've been away for holidays and I was down in, uh, down south, down the deep south coast, the Sapphire Coast. Is it? No, right down south, whatever it's called, down Narooma, down that way. Yep. And talking about a Mars bar and a Coke and whatever, we were some friends and one of them, the, the, uh, the, the female partner, very fit lady, yes. mm-hmm. um, about 50 but in great shape and, and goes for a 10K run every morning. And come, came home, straight to the fridge, poured herself a glass of Coke. Doesn't eat fruit or vegetables, drinks Coke or creaming soda, mm. eats chocolates all day. Did, did you say doesn't drink water? Doesn't drink water. Why not? Because she doesn't like the taste of it. I just couldn't believe it. It hasn't got a taste. What's go- Yeah, it hasn't got a taste. <laughs> so maybe it's not sweet enough. But I oh, just... Just reminded me hey, of... Can we throw that up tomorrow night? I think we should. Worst What's diets the of worst all time? worst diet? And looked really healthy. I'm going, <laughs> what? Seriously, I have one night on the red wine and I'm gone for a week. Yeah. She was in great, Nick. Uh, just on the back of some of the, the great jerseys, Dogs of War, the HFC Finance. Jared Bulldogs. from Lake Macquarie. They haven't changed their jersey much over the years, have they? No, they haven't. Quite traditional which yep. is a, which is a great thing yeah and then you look at clubs like say the broncos who got a new jersey every three months mm. from the merchandise point of view i think they're changing galore slide from harrington as you know i'm old school back when the matches were played every saturday at the cricket ground in the 60s yes. manly with their full white seagull oh, on yes. the front of the jumper remember that yes bob batty was the fullback and and the old north sydney bears red and black saddle uh, on the shoulder, Kenny Irvine on the oh. wing. Hey, do, Vossi, just before we get to the break, talking about a North's Brisbane jersey. And if you've never seen one, they're blue and yellow it was and Nando devils. Nando Pasta? Nanda, Nando's. Yes. Yeah. Nando's. Nando's Pasta. N- yeah. Um, was a sponsor. But there was a time in the Brisbane Rugby League where we where they played a state league, which is like the first round of the competition. Mm-hmm. They brought in the eight teams from Brisbane and played against Ipswich and Toowoomba, North Queensland, Central Queensland, Wide Bay. Wide Bay. Yep. And sponsored by KFC, and we all had a, a, the Colonel's the Colonel, head I remember that. on the front of the jerseys, and they looked great. It was so different. Re- reckon that was slippery. It was a big plastic thing on the front <laughs> of your jersey. <laughs> Try playing fullback in the wet, in the heat with the leather early ball. season with a leather ball. Yeah, that was uh, that were the good old days and yeah. some great some great jerseys. Uh, just uh, just before we go, Badge, our favourite commentators. Um, Frank Hyde, it's high, it's long, it's straight between the posts. Yes. And Saturday Avo on ABC, Warren Boland. Oh, the Warren Lovely Bolan. old Saturday Avo footy. Yeah, it was great. Beautiful. All right. Uh, thanks for all those texts. And uh, you can send more in if you like, 0477736736. You'll be blown away with car air conditioning service at Repco Authorised Service. Book at repcoservice.com. This is Sports Day for Kia's Open Caesar. It's continuing with match-winning deals We'll have a break back soon. Badge and Sats. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping Badge and Sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Red Energy. For 100% Australian electricity and gas. And Kia's Open Season. On now with match winning deals. 
On Sports Day, time for a Racing Queensland update. Queensland is your place to race this year. It certainly is. And, geez, I'm surprised he's showing up today on the weekend. My God. How hard was it, Chris Nelson? Oh, I don't think there's many punters out there, Jase, that uh, finished in front over the weekend, especially Saturday with uh, with horses winning races at three hundred uh, dollars, etc. It was a, a very tough day, and uh, unless you got lucky, but uh, anyway, it wasn't the case uh, you're, for you're me. Lucky. Unfortunately, you're, I couldn't find one. You're lucky. My phone went flat. That's all I'm going to say. Now, listen, <laughs> where are we racing this week in Queensland? We are racing at Emerald tomorrow. Uh, a bit of bit of weather up that way, so we'll hopefully things are okay. Doombin on Wednesday, Ipswich on Thursday, Rockhampton on Friday, and Saturday we race at Eagle Farm, the Gold Coast, and then we head back to the Sunshine Coast again on Sunday for their usual Sunday meeting. So plenty to look forward to. And then, of course, the week after that, Jace, we head to the Gold Coast for the big jewel uh, meeting where we've got a couple of half-million-dollar races yeah, that's come up quick, hasn't it? Queensland is racing. The action continues this week at Doombin, Eagle Farm, the Gold Coast and the Sunshine Coast. We'll do it again tomorrow, mate. I look forward to it. Have a good day, Jase. Good stuff. Okay, uh, now let's get into this. We are doing our uh, season preview. Scotty Sattler, support local Australiamade.com.au. And it's the Cronulla Sharks. We mentioned earlier on they finished eight last year. Mm. Sats, not much much of a change or many changes to their side. Aidan Tolman's come in from the Bulldogs. Yep. They've lost, and Jason Bacue has retired, so has Cameron King. Scott Sorensen to the Panthers. Good young back row has gone to the Panthers. That surprised me. But there's not much. No, Luke Metcalf on. is a very good young player. Any Manly fan will, will see him. So he was a good player. A couple of injuries, but gone to Cronulla, and he's a very good player. I think he'll play a lot of first grade this year. They didn't beat a side that was above them. So the seven sides above them in the uh, NRL last year that played finals, which is a concern. Um, they've got an ageing forward pack. Aidan Tolman coming into that. They've got Fafida. Uh, even though he's lost a lot of weight, he's still carrying that knee. In, uh, that, that knee. Um, Wade Graham, Aaron Woods. I, I don't think they'll play finals badge. 13th for me. Yeah. Right down near the bottom. Look for the green and gold Aussie-made logo to be sure it's authentically Australian-made. This is Sports Day. The key is open season with match-winning deals. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.